from the bottom, now we're here, girl. Oh, yeah. This is my part right here. Welcome to Shady Pines, an afterthought media podcast on which gay people discuss the Golden Girls. Today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 19, titled Long Day's Journey into Marinara. First, from show business, please say, may your wedding have too many people RSVP, yes, and then no one show up. To Adam Salandra. Hello, Adam Salandra. Hi. Don't No wedding jokes, please. You know I'm getting nervous for my own nuptials. Are you really getting nervous? No. Oh. I'm, it's funny. I'm not nervous at all other than I ha- I don't – I'm nervous about getting nervous, if that makes sense. Like I'm like, I, I don't want to end up freaking out and being stressed, so I need to take care of stuff now so that I'm not. Um, but I'm very – I'm pretty laid back about it. I was, and after pandemic, even more so. But you're it's doing like, let's just it, do this thing. You are doing uh, the, your wedding – I don't want to give away the location, but it's Camp Wanakiki. <laughs> and doesn't I don't want to give away location, but I will. Yeah, but Camp Wanakiki, don't they handle everything? No. Oh. Well, I don't know. I guess I've never had a wedding before. So to me, it's like I'm we're doing a lot. But I mean, they provide food that we have to pick out and pay for. Yeah, and we don't have to cook it ourselves. So I guess and yeah. and, and the waiters, right? Uh huh. That's true. That okay. You're right. All the all that stuff's a part. And the tables. No, it's actually we're not doing tables. Wait, oh. <laughs> yeah, yes, yes, they provide tables. Yes. So what? So what? Do, what? What other things that Camp Wanakiki is not providing? Are you? Are you? Uh, I'm gonna need to find a sub to fill in for me on Afterthought while I'm gone. For okay. starters, they Check. won't do that. I've already asked. Check. Um, that's pretty much it. I guess that's it. I guess I'm not that stressed now that you mention it. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I did some work for that same Camp Wanakiki, uh, for a couple of years where I would, tr- they had like kids who worked for them and I would train their kids and their sort of how they do things. And I had to deal with this monster named Saru. What a horrible human being. You don't deal with the Saru, do you? Uh uh-uh. uh. I think she went and started her own place. Like my friend got married somewhere in the valley, deep in the valley, like Santa Clarita kind of thing. And Saru deep. was there. And I was like, oh, I can't get away from the Saru. <laughs> Yeah, that is actually weird. But yeah. wait, my question is not about her name. It's actually about what were you doing there at Camp on? I literally, I literally just said what I was doing there as a job. I'm working for them. No, you no, said you no, were no, training but, them, training them. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'd only come in for like a day because I what, being a host. No, like they're like, uh, oh god, it was so annoying. So I, so my friend Jonathan at the time. Or my friend at the at time, the time Jonathan. he was Jonathan. <laughs> well, no, he's now he's still Jonathan, but he's not my friend anymore. God, God. He he was dating a guy. He's one of the owners, the fa- the son okay. of the owner. Okay, his name's Garrett. Okay, and okay. Garrett was very involved in the operations. I don't know if he still is. I think Garrett's running the Victorian now over there on Santa Monica. Anyway, anyway, okay. so owned by the same family. Yeah, and uh. And so Garrett was like, can you come in? We have these kids who work during the summer and show them this video called Give Them the Pickle. 
And <laughs> first, let's bring in Jay Ellis. Because Jay, I can tell Jay, Jay is chomping at the bit. Yeah. And from Palm Springs, please say, may your shirts grow sleeves and your muscles grow muscles and choke you to death to Jay Ellis. Hello, Jay. It's actually Sophia Loren. I just stopped using oil of Olay. <laughs> Was that one of hers? Yeah, that, that was, was. A Sophia. Yeah, no, that okay. was no, that was an Angela. Things. That was an Angela. I know, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I come prepared. I come correct. I wonder, I now, first off, what was her name? Saru. Saru. What a horrible nightmare. Nightmare person. This, and I say this with love, but she sounds like she belongs in like Lion King. Like that sounds like that kind of like it sounds like say, a, like a she, fierce yeah. character from Lion King. Someone who Is helps. She white? No, I think she was like Persian or something. But like oh, okay. someone it'd be, who we like, could, it'd be easier to make fun if she was white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a, By the way, okay. some problematic race thing. Was it this episode or the next episode? Um, oh yeah, oh, no, this, it's it's this episode. Some problematic race things. So no um, surprise. Yeah, and something um, to look forward to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, no, Sari was a nightmare. Here, here's okay. the deal: is I don't know if you guys know this, but for about a year or two, I worked at the Playboy Mansion. Okay. No, I also As. never know what's real and what's you yeah, know. Yeah. You were half funny. One of the bunnies. Yeah, I was one of the bunnies. <laughs> I was um, the first girlfriend. Yeah, I, yeah, I was. I, it was um, what was her name? The blonde one. Holly. Holly. It, all of them are blonde. The blonde yeah. one. Yeah. Holly Madison. Bridget Marquette. I Wait, think, you know all Kendra the names? Will- oh my god, I was so involved in with the Playboy. I love. I that whole idea is so interesting to me. I want to hear every. I didn't know you worked. Or oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mercedes worked there with me for a while. Adam Vott was the one that got me the job. Yeah, Adam Vott was the one that got me the job. And I'm uh, excited to hear. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I have so many stories, you know. But um, <laughs> but I'm not going to tell a single one. Well, not Cam- but this, 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 <laughs> Sil- Solandra's very like TikTok motherfucker, you know, with this mm-hmm. shit. No, I'm not. No, not at this hour. Well, yeah, I am. Never mind. Keep it moving. You know, <laughs> Jay. You know how many meetings I've had with the Salandra where he, and and you can see him like I'm I'm watching and you'll just see like the eyes. <laughs> going up. What meetings? I know. What boardroom are you in? Yeah. What, did I say meet? Oh, Salandra. Oh yeah, you have meetings and he comes in in a fur hat and a fur coat. Well, and that he, is true. Yeah, and he's like, I'm on the board that- of directors of this company. <laughs> I own 51% yeah. of this company. No, yeah, fuck this- with me, fellas. <laughs> this, this is, is that one of Kiki? Yeah. This is all true. What right. are, what's, oh, so anyway, to get to the Saru story, the, yeah. the Playboy man at the time, when Hef was there and it was still being run like it, it was essentially being run like Camp One Kiki. I'm not even joking. They had their own catering thing. You could rent it out for whatever event you wanted. And that's actually... 90% of the events are like the Deloitte and Touche uh, Christmas party or something like that, right? <laughs> they only have certain scheduled events, you know, for like Hef and stuff like that. It was like the Midsummer, yeah. the Midsummer's Dream or something like that, New Year's Eve and Fourth uh, of July. There were certain like Playboy events, but most of them were like, yeah, like a corporate like thing. And, uh, and you get, it's weird, like, like you would to get with this thing, you know, you get like so many, like two, two playmates would show up and walk around as, as, you know, hospitality and whatnot. And so I worked on the catering side of things, but in that experience, I was bringing that to the table to these kids and Saru would get mad that I, it, I'm telling you, it is no different than Camp Wanakiki. It's just that it's called Playboy Mansion, Right. And uh, which has a sort of prestige about it. I hate to say it, but it does, you know. 
And Point of Kiki? No, the Playboy Mansion. Oh, okay. Well, the- I feel like I, I, I thought I was following, but I don't think I've understood a word. Because we're coding the Camp Wanakiki plus the Playboy Mansion, this is what I need to know. Is because I still don't understand is what you were teaching the kids at either place. It was just a one day training on how to do hospitality, like how to be hospitable uh, to the guests. Oh, did you used to do that? No. Well, at the Playboy Mansion, <laughs> I feel like I'm just doing a who's on first routine. You kind of are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I still don't know who's at the on first. So wait, but are you saying you did hospitality at the Playboy Mansion, or you taught the kids about hospitality at the Playboy? I or you just hospitable bowl at I, the Playboy. <laughs> no, you know, you know, the only way I knew about the Playboy Mansion was more like it was a hospital. Hi, everyone. I'll be at the Ha Ha Cafe in Lancashire. <laughs> I actually have a huge regret, not a regret, but I really wish that I got to meet Hef in my lifetime. I think he did something really, I don't know, I like that brand. I think it's a really cool idea and brand and everything that it stood for, I really like. I've told these stories a million times. The one story I'll tell is, you know, I've been, because even though it's a catering thing, it's still someone's house, you know? Yeah. And it's, there's the Playboy Mansion, you know, the Playboy Mansion. You are there. You're like, holy shit, the Playboy Mansion. Hef, at some point in, like, 1978, stopped redecorating or anything like that, and it mm-hmm. very much felt like you were in your grandma's house. It felt like a very old person's house, like, old VCRs and, like, oh, wow. Werther's candies. I'm just making that part up. But, but like, <laughs> it felt like you were in an old person's house. It didn't feel like you're, like, you were, like, once you got past it, it was the Playboy Mansion, it was then... Oh, this is an 85-year-old man's house. <laughs> but I think that's the appeal to just have, I don't know, to see that. And I know that, I mean, I watched the Girls Next Door and Holly Madison got to redirect, re, um, do the interior design for the gym, which mm-hmm. they show the before and after. Before it was just like the basic wood paneling on the, like very 70s, what you said, it looked like an unfinished basement. Mm-hmm. And then when she was done with it, it looked like brand new and updated. So I'm pretty well, surprised you know, I that think he I gave was, her control. I think I was there before the Holly Madison that whole era. And, yeah. but it is weird when you're walking. <laughs> she past, took your position. She did. The first girl. I was like, bye. Um, this centerfold is out. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but it would be weird is that you'd be walking by the grotto. The grotto is just like a, which is fun. That's the thing too. Everyone's like, the grotto. It's just a fucking swimming pool, right? And yeah. it'd be like, all the people Bill Cosby raped in this pool. Wow. You know? So when you think of it that way, it mm-hmm. is just a swimming pool, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Makes me want to sure go there is. more. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> all right. Well, let's get, uh, to this plot summary first. And then we're going to forgot. Do, yeah. And then we're going to do things a little <laughs> differently. Oh, I this, yeah. Uh, this is this for some reason. I try to boil this down, but th- the next one short plot summary. This one long plot summary. Uh, so, oh, even my dog's pissed yeah. about that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like imagine shorten it more. Yeah, it's <laughs> that that gramophone record where the dog's talking into the little like uh, recording thing. Sophia's sister Angela returns from Sicily for another surprise visit after some prodding from the girls. Angela agrees to move to Miami and stay with them until she can find an apartment. Sophia warns Dorothy that Angela always wants everything Sophia has. As a result, Sophia is against Angela's visit after weeks of bickering back and forth. Angela finds an apartment, but in a twist. Her new roommate is Sophia's boyfriend, Tony. When Sophia grows suspicious that Tony is cheating on her with Angela, Sophia heads to the apartment to kill Angela, which everyone's pretty 
okay with that. They're like, all right, bye. Um, when Sophia arrives, she learns that Angela has not betrayed her, but that Tony has been sleeping with another woman. Both sisters beat him with their purses. Meanwhile, Rose agrees to care for her client's pet piano playing chicken named Count Bessie. When Count Bessie goes missing and Angela presents fried chicken, fried chicken for dinner, the girls put two and two together to figure out that Angela cooked up Count Bessie. Rose is distraught and, dr- and tries to chain other chickens in hopes of fooling her friend. All's well that ends well, though, when the real Count Bessie shows up unexpectedly and we learn it was all a mix-up from the beginning. First, before we do anything else, let's start with our special guest, Jay Ellis from Palm Springs. What were your just basic overall thoughts of uh, this episode? Uh, I have two major thoughts. I'm really happy I'm back on an Angela episode because I think that my last Shady Pines was Angela. Oh, okay. And if memory serves, I think you guys said that she only is on two episodes. Well, we have a resident Golden Girls expert here, Mr. Adams, Professor Adam Salandra, he who has the big golden book of Golden Girls facts. Is this true, Adam Salandra? I... Cannot confirm or deny, but I do have the book right here with me. And I will say they combine both Angela episodes into one, which I thought was a little lazy. But it is wild that she's back. Even if she's not back again, I truly don't remember. She's not. Two in one season is kind of wild. Yeah. She, and this is the only season she's on. She's only on two episodes. I'm surprised they didn't have her back on more. I, I would assume she's very. she feels very popular. Yeah. Well, Besides Stan... Out of all of the family members that we've met, Angela is the one that I like. Like, she really adds to the show, and I think she understood the assignment when it comes to playing uh, Sophia or Estelle Getty's sister. She had the mannerism. She's like a not a clone, but a very carbon copy of what I think Sophia was doing on the show. Mm-hmm. She, they, it, it was fantastic casting, but I love that this 80 something year old woman just casually flew in from Italy, mm-hmm. didn't tell them, and they were kind of barely surprised like i'd be so shocked if someone came from orange county i'd be shocked if you were at my door joe and i was like yeah we know you'd hide i'd be like i'm on a call i'm desperately trying to (laughs) pee pee. you can't pee here coronavirus listen this happens constantly on the show these cold-hearted fucking white people who won't pick people up at the airports or anything or like they don't take them to there. It could be them. It could be their daughter. It could be their their father. They're taking a cab from the airport. That. Yeah, they never go to the airport to pick them up. It's super super strange. By the way, I know this is going to date this completely, but I want to get your thoughts on this now because I saw I was reading in, in this gay uh, magazine called Queer DJ uh, an article about how gays are split on uh, Colton Underwood and uh, coming out. I know this is out of nowhere. Yeah, this is our B, B yeah. storyline. Well, let me tell you. For, yeah, let me tell you this. I, I, and I am not being funny here. Cause that's not what I do. We'll I this we cult, know this cult. <laughs> this, no confusion. There. Yeah. <laughs> this Colton Underwood story infuriates me. Like I am like white knuckle angry about him and Gus Kenworthy being his gay guide and just the overall caucasity of the story that this basic white probably conservative gay guy is like I'm gay and now everyone's like welcome to the club and I'm gonna be your gay guide and I'm like Lil Nas has to fucking uh, lap dance the devil to get attention you know yeah, yeah. God bless that I saw I saw what an idiot who was this his co- gay mentor by the way <laughs> Big I want to know. Um, 
but let me let me tell you this Colton. I saw a Vox article about this. What a dummy this Colton Underwood is. He said, "Did you see?" I could not believe this when I read it. But this is when he was talking about to this Robin Roberts, right? That when he got cast on The Bachelor, he prayed to God and thanked him for making him straight. What the fuck? Does you know that what? I saw that quote as a pull quote over and over, and I was like, I think I'm missing some context because surely that's not what he's saying. No, but no. He <laughs> he's saying that he was so conflicted that he would pray to not be gay. And so when right. he got cast, cast on The Bachelor, he was like, thank you, God, for making me straight. But how – I'm confused. Well, I guess that's the point you're making. <laughs> yeah. You know who this is a conversation for is Adam Burns, who prayed his gay way. No, no. Adam Burns' thing, who was just on a couple of weeks – last week. He was here for two weeks in a row. His oh. whole thing – and I still think – I think we've made fun of him so much that so he just doesn't talk about it. But Solandra – I don't know if Solandra knows this. His whole thing is that he is – when he's older, when he's old, when he's like Lindsey Graham's age, he's going to stop being gay and then be oh. straight. So when he goes to heaven, he goes to heaven as a straight person goes to heaven. It's a foolproof plan. But is it true? <laughs> I mean, like, is he serious? Yes, he's serious. Yeah, 100%. I need to think about that for a little bit. Solandra. Although now that he's now that he's seen Little Nas's video, I think he's reconsidering. <laughs> he yeah. wants to slide down that pole. Yeah, Solandra. No, he's black and he lives in the south. Solandra, uh, let me ask you this question: What you did a show with him last week? You know, yeah. weeks in a row. What was yeah. your take on him? Because like Solandra even got a small slice of like, like I would say these outrageous things. And I think there was a part of me that Solandra was going like, "Joe's joking. He didn't make out with his yeah, uncle." That's right. And then he back. I'd be like, "Oh, Joe's doing a bit," which I was great. Like yeah. that's what we're here to do. And then I, I kept not being a bit, and I was like, "Oh wow, this is wild." <laughs> but I am so charmed always by a Southern gay accent, mm-hmm. um, which he claims he doesn't. First- he claims he doesn't have. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't mean him, but just yeah. like if he did yeah. have one, I would have yeah. loved uh-huh. that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was picturing it when I was hearing him talk. Mm-hmm. Like, what if? Yeah, and I loved that. It was it was great. But what a life he seemed to have lived. And yeah. I think ending it on a straight note would be just the, the cherry on top. <laughs> so really quickly before we drop this, Jay, your thoughts on this Colton Underwood in a sentence? I wish I had more to say about it. I, I don't really – I'm not going to watch the show. I don't really follow Gus Kenworthy. It's no. a, I, Who does? I, I'm not surprised that this guy got a, a deal. Exactly. It's not shocking. I Bachelor- saw this- I saw Bachelor this- people are uh, fanatics. Like it's I- they're going to get their – show i saw this thing on twitter where they're like not netflix canceling uh sense eight but they're gonna give uh colton underwood a show about being uh gay what about you Salandra? your thoughts my i'm definitely not a bachelor kind of guy although i am a trash tv kind of guy so it's certainly not against the bachelor it's just not my thing it's mm-hmm. too straight frankly yeah but um I saw everyone supportive, and then as soon as the Netflix show was announced, everyone turned on him quick. And I'm not that – for me, it's like, listen, I mean, as jokes, like, we can make fun. But people hating on that, it's like, we. I wish we would spend more time talking about the shows about the people of color that we do want to watch. Because then there will be attention on those, and we could watch them. I'm all – that. like, let's make fun of them. That's great and good fun. But, like, people seemed – oh. You were you were one of them. <laughs> the caucasity of it all. I totally get it. Um, 
But it's like, of course they're making that show. But I hope that we can lift up the poses of the world uh, as well. Uh, yes, exactly. That's, that's exactly what I think. But we know I feel bad we neglected Jay Ellis. He of uh, Rancho Cucamonga. You didn't give us your opinion on uh, what your thought mm-hmm. of the episode. Oh, you told our thoughts on the episode. No, Adam didn't give us his opinion on the episode. I had one more, and then oh, yeah, we started going about cult. Uh, they can't handle. <laughs> <laughs> I say this with love, but this show can't handle a B storyline. R- rarely do they pull it off, and the the chicken playing the piano was a a thin thin layer of a story. I, you know, what's funny is I at first I'm like, what? But for some reason, just hearing you now say the summary. I was like, you know, that is a funny gag that they thought they ate the chicken. <laughs> so when you tell it, Joe, I like what I hear. No, no, it's true. You can tell that was like, wouldn't it be funny in the writer's room? They're like, wouldn't it be funny if like Sophia accidentally cooked a one of Rose's chickens? How do we make that happen? And then they walked it backwards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To this totally, totally. dumb B storyline and they made Angela cook the chicken. <laughs> this is also the third time I think Rose has brought a rogue animal into the house without no like anybody knowing. And Blanche is like, I guess, just put yeah. it in the bag. Like, I don't like these like, filthy animals. Always. And Betty White's like they're like, Betty White is an animal lover, so her storyline this episode is she brings one home and everyone's yeah. upset. Yeah. Apparently, this was the only thing in my book for for these um, this episode was uh, Betty White saying that B was very upset about the chicken because the quote is first of all birds frighten her, plus she was worried uh, about the chicken working working and being exploited. Um, so that's kind of nice. She both hates the chicken but also like feels bad for it. Yeah. Uh, oh. Very Dorothy. Yeah. Duality. Yeah. Yeah. Very very Dorothy. So we're gonna do things a little differently today. We're going to talk about the Golden Girls. Yeah. Y'all wanted a twist. Yeah. Y'all wanted a twist, (laughs) eh? Uh, No. What we're going to do, Solandra, because there are so many references on this episode and the next one. We are going to actually uh, talk about the references uh, first. Okay. You know, before we've been doing... uh, Oh, my God. How are we almost out of time? (laughs) We've been doing the... rep. I guess Colton Underwood... Colton Underwood, Playboy Mansion, Camp Wanakiki. I mean, we've been on a journey. Was that on the episode or was that before the show? Oh, baby, that was when she passed record. <laughs> yeah, oh, it was? was? After, that was after yeah, record. The whole Playboy Mansion and Saru. All of it. All of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Saru, if you're listening. Sorry, <laughs> sorry about the name. Saruli, she heard the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, this is uh, going to be a classic. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, listen. Look, we gotta just let's take it. a break. Let's take a break. You know what? And I like your reference. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's go. Thank you, Jay. Let's take a break and start the show. Yeah. <laughs> Let me grab a pen. <laughs> okay. So here's how we're gonna now, Jay. You know how so the this game is. Through. Yeah. Yeah. Let me tell you, this Saru, what a nightmare. <laughs> I didn't even tell you. Uh-huh. Are you going to have your wedding in the saloon? I know that, that there's, there's, like, there's like a weird saloon and like an abandoned carnival. It's like, so maybe they fixed that part up. But There's a spot where they filmed um, Wet Hot American Summer. <gasps> really? Oh, they yeah. filmed a bunch of things. They filmed so many. A lot of reality shows are there. A lot of times when like the Bachelor Colton's. goes. Oh, Colton season, they went there? No, I don't oh, know. I, 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 I... <laughs> anyway. Uh, I didn't want- 
It's so and funny. he's still officiating the wedding, right? Yeah, <laughs> oh, definitely. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah. I'm thinking now that he's gay, I'm a little less excited about it. But yeah, yeah. what's Good done point. is done. Right. What's done is done. All right. So here's how we do this. Jay, you, you know, you are an improvisational master. Yeah. You know? Yes, and I am. She made it into Monday Company at group at at uh, wow. the Groundlings. Yeah, the, you know, a lot of people don't know about Mondays, but yeah. that's where the magic happens. Yeah, that's where yeah, the magic it's highly sought after. It start yes. the week right. Yeah. That was our yeah. tagline. Start the week right with the Mondays. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got a case on the Mondays. Yeah, you show up. good. <laughs> Here's your cure. <laughs> yeah. By the way, no one knows what we're talking about, but you're an improvisational master, Jay. Yeah, I'm gonna second name, only to Lori. Yeah, Sorry, I'm gonna okay. name people. If you know who they are, say who they are. But if you don't, bluff. And then Solander has to say whether he agrees or disagrees. That's it. I like. I get to play the role of the dumb one who just absolutely doesn't know either way. So I'm yeah. just like, yeah, which is true, by the way. Like I'm not no judgment, but all right, here we go. Tom Brokaw. Uh, Tom Brokaw was a journalist, like uh, sat at a desk, very well known for breaking news. All right, what do you want to say about that, Solandra? Sat at a desk. Sounds right to me. All right. That's true. All right. Next, we have Milton Burl. Milton Burl, Uh Milton Burl was the Milton brothers are the two of them. But Milton Burl was the one who founded the game company that we know as Milton Brothers. Even they're called you Milton. are a Monday night uh, improver. I can tell that. But I actually know that that's false. Uh, he was a comedian, I, I yeah. think. Mr. Television, one of the early stars of uh, TV, Milton Burl. Mm. Uh, oh, he remember he got in a fight with RuPaul at the at one of the MTV Awards. You don't remember this? No, what happened? Oh my God, you've never. Well, seen Well, I guess this? I could look it up. God, let's let's play. What, what would they fight for? about? Oh my God, <laughs> you know this is one of these things. I'm glad RuPaul has said she kind of regrets it. You know, uh-huh. because, but he came. So so Milton Burrow, We're gonna do it right here. We're gonna play it in the MTV Awards. Right? They had like they would put this. The theme that year was they were gonna put what? like people who don't usually belong together but should kind of belong together. So Milton Burrow, one of the things he was famous for was he would do drag for laughs in the fifties. So they put him with RuPaul. What okay. year is this? This is, like, this is when Supermodel of the World. This is like ninety one. Nineties. Yeah. Okay. And but Milton Burrow, I know this is just about Milton Burrow story, was a notorious asshole and would like come up and like if you were on with him saying like you're gonna do this and I'm gonna do this and you're gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, and RuPaul's not playing the game. I will say I don't think I've watched this since it aired because it's so cringy. Cause she's pretty much beating up on an old man. But uh here we go. Oh I'm nervous. I forget. Does it translate through audio only? Like will it will I get the gist or just should I just watch Ru. it? Yeah. Okay. Can do. I was about to compliment uh, uh, RuPaul. That's beautiful. I love that gown. I love that gown. You should, Queen. It's one of your old ones. <laughs> funny line. Funny line. <laughs> I, 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 I wish I'd have said that. <laughs> Don't worry. You will. <laughs> oh, oh. You, know, you know, I'm beginning to feel like a straight man. <laughs> I don't know about him, but me. <laughs> but I, I you, you know, RuPaul, 40 years ago, seriously, 40 years ago, when I was on uh, TV, I used to wear gowns myself. Is that right? You used to wear gowns, and that's funny, now you wear diapers. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to ad lib? 
you want to add the lib, I'll check my brains. We'll start even. I said... Wasn't supposed to say that. Were you? I said I used to wear gowns like you did. How about that? Really? Well, why did you give it up, Uncle Milty? <laughs> because it was a drag. <laughs> Two, three, Good four. one. Oh, you still got it, Uncle Milty. Oh, you're hot. Oh, ah, How old is he? He sounds like a man of a certain age. Yeah, he's very old by that point. Yeah. Why was he on MTV Awards? It was just a, they thought it'd be funny to put Milton Burrow with RuPaul. Well, it became a moment. Yeah, Clearly. sure it did. Uh, okay, next one. Bye bye, Birdie. Bye bye, Birdie. They bye were- bye. Yeah, super famous uh, musical. Agree. All right, next one. Oh, here's one. Morley Safer. Morley Safer. I know Morley Safer. Oh, I have to say who it is. Yeah. Morley Safer. Uh, that was a, a really big dress designer for like a lot of the uh, people in the 40s. I'm going to agree, but he's a little baby bluffer. I don't know, but I'm going to say yes. That is incorrect. Morley Safer was a journalist. He was a 60 Minutes journalist. They have to bump you to Tuesdays. It's yeah. too good. Yeah, they have I'm to working. I'm, I'm trying to get the hump day Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, let's see what the next, how the next one goes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Okay, this is the, where the problematic racist stuff happens. Because okay. they say, like, something about brown, we have more brown spots than the Temptations. Oh, <laughs> I do remember that line, yeah. <laughs> what is the joke behind that, Jay Ellis? Tell us about the Temptations. Uh, the tempta- I don't remember how many people were in the band or who was even the front runner, but the Temptations was a very big, um, like o- they're considered oldies now singers, like a, a super group of, I think, black men. Were they like, for- yes, I am, I'm agreeing, but did they sing Sugar Pie Honey Bunch? That's just um, what came to my mind, but I don't know if it's mm-hmm. them. That uh, sounds right. That sounds right, but then that you might be also right. Yeah, my bluffing. Yeah. <laughs> Agree. That sounds right though. Sounds uh, right to me. No, yeah, it is I, not. That is the four tops. As, mm, there we go. <laughs> I, I hope we're not white. S- similar to this Google chat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, All right. Man. Polygrip, JL, is polygrip. Polygrip is uh, something that holds dentures in. Cilantro? 100, Lee. True. All right. Okay. Now, Count Bessie, the piano playing chicken was named after count basie what can you tell us about him jay ellis it was a famous piano player from italy you didn't get me that time boy no that's not right <laughs> count bessie bessie no count basie count oh, basie, basie was a black piano player though but very famous piano player yeah in the 40s mm. all right oh. okay here's one doc severinson doc severinson jay mm-hmm. I love Doc Severinsen. <laughs> you can tell that's true, by the way. He's laughing. Yeah. yeah. I so who actually, is he? Doc, Doc is the origins of Bugs Bunny saying, what's up, Doc? <laughs> I love so that. A very I'll famous carrot. I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, a carrot farmer. Unfortunately, no. That He was the, the band leader on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, Doc Severinsen. Oh, I think I knew that now that you say that. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Doc. Mm-hmm. All right, um, Peter Marshall. Uh, this is a long one. Can I make a reference to Peter Marshall and the Love Boat? And, and so I want you to tell me Peter Marshall, the Love Boat, and the Lander Sisters. 
I, I know Peter Marshall and Love Boat. Peter Marshall is the father of Penny Marshall, and I can't remember the guy's name now. Um, but he, they come from their nepotism, famous from him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he created Love Boat, or he was a part of Love Boat. I don't know if he was a creator, but he was a producer on it. And the, what was the last thing? The sisters? The, the, well, tell us about the Love Boat. What was that? Oh, Love Boat. It's a show that had a weekly guest that would come on. And I kind of feel like B. Arthur and all of that probably did a spot on this where it would, uh, feature their, their day player mm-hmm. for the episode. Okay. And it took place on a cruise boat with, um, Captain Stubing. And then who were the Lander sisters? Uh, Lander sisters were a staple of Love Boat. So they were on every episode and they would just play, they were like crew members, but I don't remember what role they played. All right, Adam, what do you want to, what are you going to agree, disagree? What are you going to do? We'll tell us about that. I'm going to agree on all of it. I loved the presentation from start to finish. I'm going to agree. Peter Marshall was a game show host. Had nothing, he would be uh, but, uh, the kind of person that would be on the love boat. Okay. Okay. By the way, still alive. Okay. Peter Who Marshall. Penny still Marshall's alive? brother. Gary Marshall. Next, Thank you. The love boat. He was right with Captain Stubing mm-hmm. and all that. Ne- finally, the Lander sisters were these like pinup model types on Playboy who would appear on many episodes of the love boat. So oh. Jay, a lot of Jay's bluffs <laughs> are your lies are right at this point. Yeah. I don't know what to wow. do. Wow. 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 Uh, Conan the Barbarian. Last one here. Uh, this is, uh, I only know him from when Arnold Schwarzenegger played him. So Conan, Conan was a very big buff man. I think he originated in comic books yeah, and then so. he had either a movie or a TV series. All right. Very good. So Landry, what do you think? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Uh, let's get to the guest stars right now. Uh, Joe Elfasa played Tony, the boyfriend. Uh, dead. Alive or dead? Okay. Alive or dead. <laughs> yeah. He, hard, he, it's hard to say. Uh-huh. Yeah. How old, though, was he really? Because I know. When I hear the ages of these people, I'm shocked. I know the answer. Oh. Oh. Well, mm-hmm. currently today, 2021, he's dead. I have to He imagine. is dead. He is dead. But he lived... Until 2012. Oh, wow. Good when for When he was 99 years old. Mm-hmm. Let the very you know, long So we way. were joking, but he, he was, he, if we were just nine years earlier, we would have been but made what's, fools. what's shocking though is he was only like in his early to mid 70s when he filmed this episode, which he looked 85. Yeah, he looked elderly. Well, that was the idea. Yeah, that was the idea. Uh, this episode originally aired on February 21st, 1987. Did you have any other thoughts on this episode? Because, I, you know, Jay told this super long story about uh, a random place in uh, the hills of Malibu. It took up all our time. Jay, do you have other thoughts on this episode? We haven't, um, we haven't done Final Judgment yet. We'll save Final Judgment for the end. But uh, any Yeah, other, like, I'll save it. Uh, I thought the bit of, um, it, I think this speaks to the writers. Like when they have guests, people come in, they really, um, like when it's a family member, this is the first, I, I guess I've already praised the actress playing Angela. I don't remember her name. Nancy but, uh, Walker. Nancy Walker. Uh, it's down to the details. Like when the, the line I thought that was really funny is Dorothy, can I see you for a minute? Like they replayed that. I thought it was a good button for the episode. Um, Blanche and. Sophia having nothing, or sorry, Blanche and uh, Rose having nothing this episode was kind of disappointing, just because I felt like it was kind of a waste of that them being there, but it was a good showcase for B and uh, Sophia. I liked having them there. He hates B-side Count Bessie, that's it. I don't like the bird. Well, hold on for a second. I thought Blanche had some... Was was this the episode where she gave Rose the withering look? 
where she just stared at her. I think that's when she's talking about the sorority in oh, okay. episode 20. Okay. But beyond that, uh, Dorothy has, is this the episode where Dorothy says, uh, do you know if, they, if, if, uh, you call 911, they can tell you where to get a straight jacket? Yes. There was some very, because yeah. Rose is hitting the piano with <laughs> yeah, her nose. That's right. Yeah. There are some very clever lines in Sepulchre. I will say, it's dumb as it is, I did LOL at Blanche's, uh, roast at the Friars joke. What was that one? What was it? Oh, when she, when 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 uh, uh, Rose is super upset about the chicken, and then Blanche says maybe they can give him a roast at the Friar Club, and Rose gets really upset, and and Dorothy and Blanche are laughing. Yeah, um, that rings a bell. Yeah, but then also super clever line where it even took the audience a bit. I wouldn't even be surprised the audience never get it and they use a laugh track. I can't remember what what Sophia says. She shows up to the apartment. I can't remember what she says to, uh, so then, uh, Angela opens the door and, uh, Sophia walks in and says, uh, oh, were you in a hurry or, or, or I don't know why. And, she, and, and then Angela says, run, I can't even walk or I can barely walk. And then Sophia says, don't rub it in. That line was so clever and so quick and so expertly delivered. I was like, yeah. it was chef's kiss, that line. Yeah. That that's, didn't what make they, laugh. that's what the gals do. Yeah. Yeah. I also want to give Betty White some props for the physical comedy because for her being older and yeah. being on the ground on her knees, like poking at a piano with her nose, like it's impressive. That's all. Solandra, any final thoughts there, Solandra? At a certain age, you just can't get on your knees anymore, unfortunately, and poke around. But Betty can. And I bet she still can. Uh, I don't have any final thoughts. I said what I had to say. I said right. what I said. So let's start with our very special guest, Jay Ellis. Jay, how many cheesecakes are you going to give this episode? Oh, now, this is one out of five, right? <laughs> no. Um, I would say in the scheme of things, I would probably recommend this episode. So that already puts me at a five or a six. And I think I'm going to go with the six. Oh, really? What about you, Salandra? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give it a solid seven. I appreciate Angela. I'm going to agree with Salandra. I gave it a solid seven. There's some, I, I, I LOL'd a couple of times. That's going to guarantee at least a six or seven if you LOL. Angela's yeah. fantastic. I thought it was a week. Like, look, talk about Deuce Ex Machina with this chicken just showing up all of a sudden. You know, <laughs> wait, what, what about that? The chicken, okay, ran away, but then the chicken was like, I'm back and I'm going to hop up into my little gate here and yeah. just start playing. And no one sees the chicken piano. for days. <laughs> wait oh, a minute too. The one, uh, once again, with their timelines being all fucked up, I just realized their timelines are all fucked up. Uh, uh, the scene with the chicken is the first thing that happens, right? Then... Three weeks, and then Angela shows up, and then three weeks go by because Sophia's so mad she's been there for three weeks. So, so Rose has his chicken for like a month, and it's missing for so long. <laughs> no, yeah, not only that, missing for so long, and then Angela moves into the apartment, moves her stuff. She's living there. Yeah, I, I mean, the time on this series is captivating what sometimes they i think they just weren't expecting people to be discussing it yeah. uh 40 years later yeah. well uh, we are well we are surprise bitch plan yeah. ahead all right well on that note jay ellis thank you so much for being a friend uh thanks for having me yeah salandra oh. thank you for being a friend too hey see you at wolfies mm-hmm. 
Thank you for listening to Shady Pines. You can find Adam Salandra on Twitter and Instagram at Adam Salandra. That's A-D-A-M-S-A-L-A-N-D-R-A. Uh, you can find Joe Batanz on Twitter and Instagram at J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Shady Pines is an Afterthought Media podcast. <laughs>